go. Are we he's, recording? He says he's ready to go. Are we actually recording? Yeah, we're actually recording. All right. No, this is for real, dude. This don't be nervous. Real? Don't be nervous. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. I don't know if you can handle it. I don't know if I can handle You're it shaking. either. You're shaking. You're shaking. Am Calm I shaking? Down. I'm going to take a giant swig of beer. Here we go. Calm to nerf. Mm, you know, this is not quality beer, but you get what you pay for. Not bad. I would say 660 milliliters uh, for Americans. What is that? I don't care. It's, uh, I don't know, a fucking baseball mitt full of beer or something. <laughs> What's the standard unit of measure? Say, it's it's basically a, f- uh, a five-gallon hat filled it's with a, beer. No, it's a quarter what. of a football helmet. Yeah. Well, tell you what. Here, anybody who's confused, why don't you tell me where your measurements come from, okay? Because I'll tell you where a milliliter comes from. I tell you why we use this measurement. We actually know. But if you don't know where a pint or a quart or who the fuck came up with that shit, stop using it. It's embarrassing. It's the volume of the king's outturned pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Universal. Well, it's, it's totally universal. Thank you so much for that. Welcome to the Sketchy Podcast, everybody. My name is 14, and with me, my not-so-silent partner, Mr. B. Mr. B. He's not so silent. <laughs> I got a squeaky chair today. Deal with it. Yeah. You will always... Probably you'll never be silent, that's for sure. There'll always be something, I'm sure. There will always be something, that's for sure. You'll, you're going to add a kind of... Uh, flavor to the audio with all the noise in the background the good news is that the the one audio that we're not having is the one from my computer which was an old school mac we used to be able to be picked up on the microphone as a wah that's pretty pleasant (laughs) that fan that hard drive all those moving parts things that computers don't really have a lot of these days no they really don't which is new computers are great for recording old computers not so much not so much okay nope Nope. If you're recording and you uh, you need some kind of device, get one of those uh, iPads or something. Get into the news entry, fool. You fucking spinning discs and fans. Fuck, man, that's for grandpa. All right? It's that's your a, computer, dude. That's a goddamn grandpa. Shit. <laughs> I'll tell you what. There will be a day where people will say that assembling your own computer is some grandpa shit because no one's going to be able to do that anymore. It's going to be so complicated. Right? Do you know anybody that actually assembled their own computer? Well, I do, yes. But uh, young people, I don't know. I don't think it's uh, it's a thing. Not a thing. Not there a are thing. some, a small group of hobbyists and engineers, probably. But oh, it was sort yeah, of mainstream sure. in our day. It was the cheapest way to get a computer. It was. I think actually the more impressive version of these people nowadays, they make like little mini robots. You know what I mean? Like. I, I have a coworker who judges robot contests for kids. They're making robots, all right? So I guess they're not making computers anymore. They're making things that are interesting. They're making things that move along, and I don't know. They're going to be harnessed with guns later. They're going to kill us all. Good job, kids. Good, Good job. job. Good job. Welcome to the Sketchy Monday podcast, your source of entertainment for what is possibly the worst day of the week. Who likes Mondays, okay? Other than, like, what? 0.01 of the population that likes their fucking job. Other than your jerk boss. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not of a bitch. Yeah, other than him, other than the people that just refuse to pay their taxes and store their money in some fucking Panama bank account bullshit. Yeah, that's one of those days. Get ready to go to work, everybody. And I know what you're thinking. You know, you're in your car. Hopefully you were smart enough to download this podcast on your way to work because that's what it's for. 
right? It's to cheer you up and to make you think that it's going to be Don't use that data plan. Oh, no. On us. It's not worth it. Please. And plus, you know that in the future, data plans are just going to be a way to just siphon money out of you. It's never going to be free like it is in Asia. It's the fucking present and past. I say it's going to be worse. Somebody's going to make up some kind of uh, thing that, like, the internet's sick. It's slower now, so now you're going to pay for more money. Yeah. We're going to get bamboozled. All right? That's what's going to happen. Because you're always going to get fucked. That's just, that's the nature of the life that you're in. You're driving right now to go to work to get fucked. Yep. I mean, I don't know if your boss is going to do it or there's some other client you're dealing with or, or whatever. Or maybe you're doing the fucking. You know what I mean? Like maybe you're one of those like assholes too. And you don't like doing it. You're like, you have to trick people into buying the product you hate. And you're fucking other people over so that you can get money from someone who's fucking you. Yeah. You're just going to work so you don't get in trouble because it's Monday. Maybe you're going to work because you just also don't want to be home. Because if you were home, it'd be just nothing but screaming kids or something like that. And that's just a nightmare. You just want to get away from Answer people. Answer me this one thing. Do you regret not sleeping in that extra hour on Sunday? It's probably seeming quite appealing <laughs> right now. Yeah. Good bumper news, to though, bumper traffic. Listen, there's scientific studies that shows that you can't catch up on sleep. So is that the is that that fucking polishing the turd sandwich that is that piece of news? Well, I guess that little scientific factoid must be the real version of sleep science. It, it's the it best be. version we have. Well, what? Because it makes you feel good to sleep like twenty no, hours no, in one just day. These these, these little references to uh, this study said this. It's fair enough. It's true. You know, they're like that's often bullshit. It is often it's bullshit. It's often miscited and uh, maybe even not has never been peer reviewed or well, tested the worst, again. Well, the worst part is that that last part that you said. Because we've never created or incentivized science to disprove shit or to run tests again. This yeah. is why studies are to so fun. Do flawed. the confirmation study, right? Yeah, John yeah. Oliver did a segment about this, and I thought about a solution to this problem, all right? As I normally do, I, I try to come up with novel solutions. They're usually terrible, but here's my terrible solution. I think that we incentivize uh, trying to rerun these tests by basically giving out like crazy cash prizes or something. We gotta fucking do something. All right. How about this? You have two tiers of of, of journals, right? Mm-hmm. You have the first tier where you get the glory uh, of being the first to, to discover something, but someone else at least one other group has to run the test again and uh, run the experiment again and uh, publish another paper and if they confirm it then both of your papers go on to a more prestigious journal and you have like co-credit or something like that and if not you know you're, you're both published it's out there but at least science knows that that is sort of a dead end it's been confirmed and uh go look at something else i don't know i, I think you have to sh- yeah, like the incentive for scientists yeah. is getting published, and money will follow for sure. Money, money will drive research grants, but uh, it's, I'd say it's a bit of both. I think we need to be something more radical because I actually feel as though that whole entire process is really kind of sick. Because let's say you're a teacher at university, right? There's a certain amount of pressure for you to publish shit, okay? And now, are you going to want to publish? Something that kind of is, is, is dull or boring. No, you're going to want to try to publish something that's interesting, right? And, and I mean, you know that there's always a, the kind of danger that you are either manipulating data or you haven't really thought your experiment enough uh, like through in order to be able to actually prove anything other than the point you're trying to fucking make. So 
I, I don't know. Maybe maybe if 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 we had if people who made a lot of these studies had less vest, vested interest, like think about uh, pharmaceutical companies conducting studies. Oh yeah, you don't have a vested interest in this one. Good job though. I bet yeah, you no, they're gonna really fucking do the hard science on that shit. It's quite normal for individual scientists to become sort of attached to their theory as they. Mm peel the layers of the onion and understand it better than anyone on the planet or something but i think you're right it's where the funding comes from and it's the structure of uh, publishing and, and where grants i mean go. even even if this i have my my worst ideas was saying why don't we make a betting system out of it right where let's say you have <laughs> let's say we were doing the gravity wave thing and then all of a sudden you're going to be like i'm going to bet against it because who was it? There was a few scientists who were against it, right? And there was a few scientists who were saying we're going to find it, or that we're going to confirm it, and oh, others yeah. were like saying oh, yeah. no. So, and then it, it and then it turns out that the first uh, study of it was like flawed, and then later there was another one. Anyways, what if at that point there was actually real betting going on, right? So the first study that comes out, you can actually have a bet about whether or not it will confirm or not confirm, and maybe even the your plus and minus could be sigma levels. Right level of assurance, so you can be like, all right, it's gonna be it's gonna be shown to be true, but sigma level three, right? And then you start like having your plus and minus and the betting and shit, right? Make it interesting. No, would that be any more corrupting than fucking some company that wants that study to be proven true? Are you talking about like normal people betting on science? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that could work. Sure, like, and the more people, the better, right? Because that's how it works with betting. But you're gonna have you know the same crowd who bets on you know anything just betting on science which maybe isn't a bad thing no i don't think it's a bad thing at all like i'm just trying to just suggest spice need, it up a bit keep science or we need fresh. novel ways to kind of fund studies that aren't actually like every study that's conducted can't be interesting in finding a result okay, all right there well, needs that, to be as much interest in disproving a result or or confirming a or result. confirming exactly, exactly. so I mean, already we we're, we only have one incentive, and it doesn't give us good science. We should really, you know, like even even a lot of things that we probably take for granted, were, were may have been conducted by bad studies that have not been peer reviewed properly or have not been replicated enough to for it to be confirmed. So, I mean, yeah, question everything, question everything. Uh, well, no, maybe not everything. Everything. Don't be that guy who wears the shirt. Be like, well, you know, experts aren't always right. I saw that shirt. I saw that fucking shirt. You and when you're an expert, you got to look at that and be like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you see any experts wearing that shirt? No, no. They're skeptical, and then there's denial to the point of being naive. I think that perhaps you know, there. I would be fine with saying with a shirt that said. Uh, experts must uh, uh, show some level of humility. All right, fine. Fine, okay? You want your smart people to have some fucking humility, but what you don't want is you don't want dumb people saying, I don't want to listen to smart people. They're not always right. That, 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 that's why your society's messed up, okay? You stopped listening to smart people a long time ago. You started listening to fucking dumb people. You're like, you know what? This dumb person says something I like. That's good. That's all I need. I need to feel good. Make me feel good again. That's that's basically should be someone's political slogan. Hey, maybe that's Donald Trump's slogan. <laughs> Let's make America I'll make feel, feel good, good again. again. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically that. Look, there's no, there's nothing he's presented that would ever, ever make any country great. It would make it great at being terrible. <laughs> I mean, embrace the hate, sure. 
I don't think that people understand the the tremendously the, bad the appeal of authoritarianism, you know, because it makes you feel fucking amazing. What? Why do you think people became or or succumbed to authoritarianism in like the early twentieth century? Why it's do you fucking like, think that happened? Yeah, a nice safety blanket feeling, uh, easier not to have to control anything in life. Let some other all powerful fist yeah. decide. And plus, the, the thing is, the interesting thing about National Socialism or Nazism is it's crazy internal conflicts. Because the truth is, it both embraced many aspects of the left and right, which is what made it so so weird. Like, you could say that many aspects of it were socialist, like in the way it, it kind of nationalized uh, many of its industries, but the way it was also hyper-friendly to business at the same time, like quashing down unions lowering fucking wages but at the same time offering tons of new jobs at the same you know like saying well your your standard of life is going to probably be down somewhat but everybody's going to be going to work so you're not going to give a shit right you're going to be busy and the danger of unemployment is that people don't have something to do send someone to work if you don't want him to revolt okay give him a fucking shovel and tell him to just dig a hole all day he doesn't even need to do anything just Fucking make him dig a hole and pay him a few pesoses, and then you won't have your fucking revolution. And that brings us back to Monday. Oh, what are you going to go do today? Well, as long as you have a job, you're not going to fucking revolt because you've got something to lose, man. you got a job to lose first, and I bet you, you have car payments and house payments and fucking uh, some baby that's going to die if you don't feed it payments. At about 11.30 this morning, you're going to get that weird revolution feeling. <laughs> And then you're yeah, just going right. to have another coffee and a little... You're going to be like, i got to go to work on Monday. Oh, no, revolution. You'll, 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 revolution. Be you'll be at work. 11.30 yeah. in the morning. You're going to get up. Your tummy's going to be rumbling. And uh, you'll have a little coffee, maybe a smoke break, and you'll be back to uh, banging out whatever work you got to do. Yeah. Monday, Monday, Monday. You know what? Here's the thing. Sisyphus, his supposed curse, right? Oh, you're going to lift this boulder up this hill... And then at the end of the day, the boulder's going to run uh, all the way down, and now you're going to push it back up. And and for people, at least for ancient Greek, so they were like, aha, that's hell. And I'm like, that's the average job, yo. That is the average job that you have. You're pushing a stone up a hill, and tomorrow and, and, and what did you're you going to push him? the fucking you... Sisyphus. All right? So it starts with a C. It's spelled with a C if you're trying to look Sisyphus? It. Sisyphus. It's a P-H-U-S. It's pronounced Sisyphus. Sisyphus. It's that's how it's pronounced. That's a funny name. It, it's a I don't know. I mean, I didn't invent it's it. It's a funny name. It may be funny because I think it has an Etruscan root. You know, but his job is is more funny. What do you mean? <laughs> well, just pushing that damn rock all okay. day. Okay, it's only funny because it, in a sense, it's so simple. But your job is slightly more complicated, but still the same. But in a way, rock. we're all pushing that rock. We are you pushing know? that rock. And look, truthfully, if someone had told Sisyphus that inside of that rock was a bunch of water and you needed to keep it moving so that the living creatures inside of it could you know sort of like keep alive you know all of a sudden you changed that mundane activity into something that feels meaningful because now you're connected to something else and now it gets all cheesy but it's still just pushing a rock up a hill right i guess maybe the way that we define like the tasks that we have make them all the more satisfying right you're like well i'm not doing this bullshit job i'm paying my fucking rent I'm raising my kids. I'm fucking paying for this overpriced, you know, metal beast that gets me from point A to point B. 
you know, I guess that's called a, uh, what, what are they? Horseless carriages? What are they called? Can't keep, I can't keep up with today's technology. <laughs> what are they called? The car. Yeah. The, possibly the worst invention we've ever made. Wait, wait, wait. The internet has spoken. Sisyphus. <laughs> well, there you go. You know what? Do you know where I pronounced it from? The Red Sisyphus. Bull commercial. The re- go to the Red Bull commercial, and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> wait one more time. Sisyphus. <laughs> I love these. You know what? I, I really love these auto-generated videos that keep popping up on YouTube. Why, why? Like they're, they're generated by an algorithm, and somehow they. Oh, you the stuff together. I sent you the oh, other day. Oh my god! Yes. The vi- the video game review. It's so ridiculous. Okay, so if you if you're we're gonna I'm gonna put a link in in That's the show brilliant. for this because I want you people to see this. We we have we noticed about a year ago that there are computer programs that basically at the time it was what was it music videos? Ah, uh, no, it was. It was grabbing uh, pictures. No, it was grabbing pictures of pretty girls. Pr- pictures of pretty girls and putting them to, on a soundtrack. Yeah. Of some kind. And uh, generating, like, random channel names yeah. with thousands of these 10-second videos with slightly different names. Um, I think it was a bot that would go on Google Images and download yeah. a supermodel. and. Uh, well, you know, because as soon as if you did an image search, the video would be made out of, like, the first 100 selections of the image search for that person's name. And we kept on seeing this fucking video <laughs> pop up. Well... Fast forward two years after we started discovering this, and now what's happening is oh, it's that next level. it's grabbing. Okay, it's it's going to probably a few websites about the video game, grabbing right. the text, putting a speech to text um, program it takes to like read it. Ten paragraphs. Yeah, ten paragraphs. Divides it into ten parts of the video. Yeah. Adds a little stupid animation in between each part and, and music. It puts video. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, even has like a fake intro, dude. Obviously not mouthing the words that the robot is saying, but it's saying, so welcome fake. to my welcome to re- our video review. of Call of Duty 4. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and the reason I know this is because I was just, you know, I, I search for random game videos sometimes when I'm looking for specific things, and it appeared pretty high up on the list. Now, I'll admit that the, the search criteria was a little bit obscure, but that's no excuse, man. This... I, you have to wonder in the future how much content is going to be made by bots, read by bots. There's going to be nobody on the internet anymore. It's going to be just nothing but fucking computers talking to each other, saying like, "Hey, sexy, how are you? Oh, do you want Viagra? Do you want gold?" Like, it's just that's basically the future, right? Every uh, computers trying to scam each other. Like, that's basically what we're building. The first thing that AI will do is try to scam other ai ta-da the future of the fucking world you know brought to you by humanity that's the fucking legacy you're leaving well you know we already have bots that battle each other uh in the high frequency trading markets oh god that's terrifying Um, and you have robot wars but now you're just gonna have like these stupid video generating bots competing for youtube dollars (laughs) it's gonna be such a nightmare when do you know what i'm so when ai becomes like uh when be, they become prominent, not just uh, components of the internet, but users oh of the internet. God. They're going to be so annoying. Ugh. Okay, because here's the problem. Let's pretend you have Dreadful. an argument. Let's say you have an argument with a bot. 
A really smart bot. He can't, he won't, and he don't stop. <laughs> Number one, he could probably come up with two trillion replies to you. Right. And depending on how he's tuned... Per second. Can, <laughs> per second. <laughs> depending on how he's tuned, he can really get under your skin. <laughs> he's so good at well, it. Well, look. Okay, so Microsoft, Microsoft a little while ago tried to release a fake 17-year-old virtual bot girl. And in about 24 hours, she turned into a Nazi. Yeah. Tay. T-A-Y. Tay. Tay was her name. Artificial Intelligence Chatterbot, released by Microsoft Corporation in March, caused a controversy by releasing inflammatory remarks. So what happened was she was sort of, or it, was pranked by, uh, you know, trolls and stuff, yeah, feeding yeah, yeah, yeah. her little nasty bits of uh, pop culture. And she just absorbed it. She learned it all. And actually uh, beat them at their own game, I guess you could say. Well, she, she... Became so nasty, so racist. But this is exactly the kind of and it problem. Was 24 hours. It really 20 didn't take long. fucking four hours. That's a killer algorithm. Well, it also doesn't help see that if, if you were to measure people's power ratings on the internet, the interesting thing is that the people that are the weirdest, trolliest, have the... Have, the least amount of social skills and life and all this other kind of stuff are the most powerful people on the internet. And I want you to I want you to think about that for one second because this is a complete reversal of all social fucking order. Okay, right there, where the fucking ugly, weird, and nasty people of the fucking world now have an unimaginable power where we would normally just fucking lock them in a basement, but now these basements have an internet connection. Okay. And now these people have nothing but time, and their hatred is infinite. <laughs> and they can totally misrepresent, confuse, change, warp any situation that they want. The internet has truly given a platform to the infirm and weak-minded. Well, but this is, this is where I'm going to give you a very obscure example. It's not American. It's a Canadian example, okay? But... I think that you, you guys will appreciate it because it, it, it involves some of our own little political drama. What happened was that there was a member of our parliament, a woman, who was elbowed by our prime minister during a very childish kerfuffle. The elbow was pretty fucking, you know, weak or whatever. But the entire situation basically went out of control. She was like, said she was traumatized, blah, 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 blah. And then what happened, and this happens in every situation now, today, is that this person complained that they received a tremendous amount of hate from the internet. And they used this fact to just suddenly say, like, well, listen, see, to add to their own victimization. But what they don't really understand is that everyone who does anything at all is going to get some fucking hate. I don't care what the fuck you do now. You, you can't actually get love. There are actually dislike buttons, all right, for children being saved from drowning on the internet, you know? There's a dislike button that's being pressed by some human beings, okay? <laughs> so you could go out there and be like, I was threatened for things that I said. Yep. It's that's kind of, the internet you know, now. It, it, that's the fucking internet it, now. It's kind of like if you plug in an unpatched, I don't know, an old computer with no firewall yeah, windows 95 and you're like what happened you plug it into any internet connection on the planet 
five minutes you're full of worms oh my and God. trojans and if it's five denial minutes. of service attacks like it's <laughs> it's not a clean pond no. it, the water's dirty it's it's it corrosive. is. It, it is very much like the natural world, which is filled with viruses and deadly bacteria yeah. and sea shit like snow. That. And I'm sure that you see a very sugar-coated topping of the internet. You do not see its seedy parts, nor do you want to. But the, the weird thing is, and this 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 fucked me up really. There was a woman who talked about her own harassment online and how she decided that she wasn't going to just play this just huge victim card she was actually going to try to confront the person that was sending about like a crazy amount of abuse and it turns out that the person who was sending that abuse was a 13 year old boy whose mother had recently died oh my and it's not even quite he was just frustrated and confused and angry Mm-hmm. about all those things and it just i i think that that woman reminded him of his, of his mother or whatever and like you know there's com- complex issues i i'm i'm trying to be understanding here and i think that you need to realize that every people who put out a lot of hate who have these infinite wells of that shit maybe there's a source of that well you know like oh yeah we like... talk we talk about compassion a lot and yet we're not willing to show it to people who demonstrate a lot of human ugliness because that yeah. we assume that they are entirely ugly. And I'm saying, you've seen their ugliness. They were at least honest with it. So now, why don't you just kind of put aside your own revulsion at it and fucking look at it like a compassionate human being that you're supposed to be and say, what is the problem? Why is this person so angry? Yeah, but you know what? That, that's all fine and good. And everybody has a story, right? Everybody has the reasons why they're sure, sure, sure. not being... Uh, friendly on the internet or being just harassing or whatever they have their 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 reasons for doing it but uh why is it the job of that i don't know the, the woman who's being harassed to take the high road if she doesn't know that it's a 13 year old boy on the other end who had his mother die uh, recently and is going through a confusing time how how the hell is she supposed to know i'm not asking people to take the high road at all of what course, i'm asking it's them it's good to contemplate that what i'm asking them is to right? just consider that sure. and consider to look it. at and to look at all the hate that you have as more of a reflection of people's own weird painful lives rather than being it about you cuz i think that the issue here is that most human beings are far too solipsistic for those of you that are not familiar with this word, it just basically means you're self-involved, okay? Your entire fucking view of the universe involves just you, okay? And that's the problem. You get harassed and you think it's actually just about you. It may not really only be about that shit. So what I'm suggesting to people who have received a lot of fucking hate, and I've received a lot of hate in my past of writing for, you know, like an atheist blog for a long time, is that as soon as somebody writes this weird putrid shit my first instinct is be like okay what's going on with this dude like this dude's actually messed up my first instinct is not to be like oh my god i question everything that i've ever held dear about myself like no this is you're you're in the wrong contemplative zone here you're taking people at their at their most like vulnerable slash hated inner demon self like i don't trust any of the words of people that have to do this like i think that they're basically the equivalent they're like you know those people that used to get drunk in the old days and they like abuse their entire family you know like just hit hit them with a belt and just fucking go to town now i think these people just go online on twitter you know that's how they fucking express 
that horrible rage they have because and this we go back to this on that whole Monday they fucking hate their job they hate their lives they hate everything about it and that hate's got to go somewhere right it's got to be fueled somewhere and that's the sad thing like we have given a voice to the entire world and a lot of those voices are fucking in pain and they want to fucking hurt someone else yeah so there's the compassion angle the understanding how other people could be going through uh some some rough patch in life making them want to lash out on random people on the internet um but there's also the sort of not taking it with a grain of salt angle but the uh the thick skin angle that i guess is just part of being on the internet today you know knowing what is a troll and just not feeding the troll essentially you know, the, the truth is, the more you react to that, too, the more it speaks probably to your own vulnerabilities as well. Like, look, people are so transparent, it's scary. You talk to someone for about 15 or 20 minutes and they'll tell you everything about them. Maybe not verbally, but they'll tell it to you by the things that concern them, for instance, right? Like, let me give you a good example. We were at a we were at a, a friend's um, birthday party and... and and I made some kind of fucking comment being like, ah, you know, like, we're all getting fatter. And then all of a sudden, one guy was like, hey, man, what are you talking about, blah, blah. This was his reaction to sort of like that joke, which was definitely true. Like, everybody had gotten fatter than when they were fucking 17, okay? That's how long we've known each other. But the very fact that he overreacts give, gave me everything I needed to know about his recent, uh, you know, issues. Oh, you have body issues. Okay, all right. Can't deal with the fact that you're getting fatter. All right. I get it. I don't like it either. But as soon as somebody said, if somebody went over to me and be like, hey, man, you gained some weight, I would not overreact. Because if I did, I just kind of gave my hand away. It's like a game of poker, right? You're like, uh, I have two pair. You just give it away. Okay. So every time somebody freaks out about something, it gives you a clue about them. Right. That guy who keeps on harassing women. Yeah. He probably has not gotten laid in like 10 years. No woman wants to fucking sleep with him. He's angry at every goddamn woman he sees. That's not hard to read. All right. That's like, that's fucking transparent. I, and I, and you know what? Like we can, we can point the finger at him and be like, you sad sack, you piece of shit. But man, not getting laid for 10 years. I think anybody might be a little bitter. Anybody. I've experienced seven years of not getting laid. Okay. I know what fucking bitter means. And I know when it can make you say some shit that you probably shouldn't have said and you would have gotten light if you just kept your fucking mouth shut. But you couldn't because you were too bitter. So, yeah. The only thing you should not do is go on the internet and start fucking bashing people. Because you know what the problem with that is? When you feed the anger beast, it just grows. That's the fucking problem, you know? That's why my, my whole solution to the whole compassion angle is like... And the don't feed the troll is that they're... Just if you feed them, they do grow, man. They do fucking grow. It's like you you just can't respond to hate with hate because that beast will just he wants to get that response, you know, like just because that's a sad sack at the end of the day. It's just a sad sack. Don't fucking pay attention to that fucking sad sack. And like <laughs> every time, like let's pretend you're the nicest person in the world, okay, and you're just about to accomplish something great for humanity, there will always be someone to be like, I don't like it because it's not me doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? That voice in Ugh. the crowd. Please don't do it because I'm not doing it. I want to be you. But can you not be you so I can be you? 
Uh, I don't know how to respond to that other than why don't you get your own fucking life, like, please. Why don't you try to be first once in a while? <laughs> hey There's this weird tendency of people to hate uh, those that are trying to do amazing things because they're not amazing. And that fucking sucks, man. Why is it that not amazing people have to drag amazing people down? I don't know. It's just a thing. Human nature, jealousy, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a thing. So when you're walking through the office this Monday, keep your eyes peeled for these trolls and their little traps. The weird thing, though, is that they might be the people that you least suspect. There's a movie that's on Netflix that I highly suggest you watch if you haven't seen it. It's called Serial Mom. It's a John Waters film. John Waters... Is it only on Canadian Netflix? No, I think it's on American. All right. John Waters is like the most subversive American filmmaker who has ever lived. Do, do, you, do you have any idea what his fucking filmography is all about? He, had, he made a movie about this weird transvestite kind of uh, over-the-top woman. And in one scene, she's fucking taking his shit on film, man. And he just... He, Bonnie... No, no, not Bonnie. What the fuck was it called again? Anyways... I, I, this, he pushes the envelope all the fucking time. This is what John Waters likes to do. But this was one of his more muted films, so it, you can watch it and not be totally freaked out. It, it's got Kathleen Turner playing basically a serial killer mom who's like all nicey, normal kind of style, right? And there's like this one scene where she's calling her neighbor and she's saying all kinds of fucking nasty shit like, yeah, cock sucking fucking bitch. And, you know, I'm watching that scene and I'm just thinking that if it was this was done today, she'd just be on Twitter. You know? <laughs> like, gone are the prank callers. Yeah. They've become the Twitter fucking well, trolls. Well, no, no one uses the phone anymore. Yeah. When is the last time you called someone that wasn't above 50 years old? Or above, I don't know, 60, 70. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only call, like, 50-year-olds. I'm trying to think, like... Like, because I call my parents, I have no choice. Like, you can't message them. Like, they're like, what? <laughs> but like, mom, I, I DM'd you the other day. No, but I didn't respond. Listen, I could fucking instant message my mom every day. All right? Every day. But if I don't fucking talk to her, at least like once, every little once, well, I'll be like, you're, oh, you never talk to me. See, this is the different view of communication here. I'm like, I talk to you every day. We exchange information. What else do you want from me? I guess she probably wants to believe that it's me and not some person that I've hired to pretend <laughs> to be me. That's fair. That's bot. Fair. Yeah, I could sun be a bot. bot. I sun could bot. be just Sunbot 3.0 and, uh, you know, honestly, if I get Actually, rich, he's a better person. Oh, my God. Really? If I was rich, I'd probably do that, you know. Just get, like, so many conversations that I just don't want to have. You just have, a, like, a birthday bot. Uh, a bot <laughs> that remembers things, important yeah. life events and all mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A bot like, that responds right away to every email and message just to seem like you care. Okay, but you, uh, this will be the future. Like, you don't think you're going to have AI companion oh, yeah. that you rely on to remember everything? Yeah, and maybe I'll uh, I'll have two and they'll compete. They'll be jealous. They'll be jealous of each other. Yeah. It, you'll be poly, f sort of like AI Maris. Yep. Poly AI Maris. <laughs> Love it. That's, can, that's, that's, my, that's all me. That's my new gender. That's, that's my jam. That's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? Like, honestly, uh, I fear for the future. These, these, uh, this, this, this kind of free. So if today you control on Twitter, 
What will the trolls of the virtual reality be like? See, that's the They're going to be trolling be each other. Action. No, they're going to be virtual trolls. They would probably be physicalized trolls in like <laughs> a virtual environment. <laughs> they're going to kick up their game and 3D print their own fucking avatars in the real world that'll walk around and piss people off. It would be interesting if you had an app that would analyze your personality and then extrapolate a kind of rather than make uh, you know your 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 phenotype your kind of memotype mm-hmm. and then would reimagine what you should look like based on your personality mm, yeah like you know if you're kind of grandiose and all blah blah like you'd be very more peacockish or whatever you know you'd have uh, maybe a tail or something. I don't know what but you know we're talking like just pushing the limits here that's weird shit that's some fucking weird shit but I'm I'm down with uh, you know whole like us reimagining this whole human how about this you, you go into a hairstylist and they analyze your twitter feed or and your facebook messages and mm-hmm. they algorithmically come up with like the perfect fucking hairdo <laughs> for you the perfect glasses the perfect glasses based the fucking, on your the shirt that you gotta wear your fucking way of talking and would vernacular. you even like you know what because most human beings are just we are paralyzed by choice now, so why don't we just have complicated algorithms just make all the decisions oh, for man. us? Oh man, imagine a decider bot. Oh my god, that'd be great. You just step in and override like, it. Hey, when... decider bot, what am I eating tonight? Chinese, fantastic. Thank you, Chinese bot. Can or you, can you Chinese order it? Bot. Can you order it? I would, but I don't have any money. Uh, ha, ha, ha. As a bot, I don't have a I bank was, account. I was programmed to know you would like that joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like you, you. It basically what it does is it follows you around for about two or three months. It recognizes your habits. I mean, you can have you know like in the future they're going to have security alarms on your car that can recognize you by your driving pattern. Oh, and of will course. fucking yeah, call yeah. the police as soon as you drive weird. So you, you're fucking your 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 bot will know exactly what you need to fucking eat based on your past experience yep. and probably will analyze your shit. Oh yeah, no like, doubt. No so doubt. you've been pooing and it's been like low potassium, so we're gonna go eat some banana, like uh, you know, like banana cream pie or something. Decider bot has recommended a yogurt with <laughs> active bacteria this morning. Yeah. And like, why would you ever say no to Decider bot? <laughs> right. Oh, because today you want to be independent. Okay. Well, Des- Decider bot believes that there's about a two point two margin of error of when you'll ex- exercise your free will, but. You know, it, it humors that part Decider of it. has brought you top news stories from foxnews.com, sponsored by foxnews.com. <laughs> oh, oh, man, Decider is Deciderbot going to be a fucking shill now, Well, man? who's going to pay for it? Spon- well, I don't know. What sponsored it... content in your life. Oh, yeah, you, you can pay for the $10,000 model, no sponsor, or the free model, Nothing but sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey decider about what's my morning look like? Well, you're gonna stop by McDonald's. McDonald's <laughs> for a tasty uh, McMuffin with a side coffee. of cola. What side of cola? <laughs> Man, I don't know about these and morning then you'll, colas. You will stop at the donut shop for a donut for a cola. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of cola in my diet. Brought to you by Cola. <laughs> Damn sponsored uh, decider bot sucks. Makes my life worse. No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. There's actually there's a there's a story that I was working on, uh, which I think is actually gonna be the real future. Are you you? 
let's talk dystopias, all right? In the future of dystopia, there will be companies, conglomerates that have more money than fucking governments who suddenly are broke, right? And so I imagine what companies are going to offer is they're going to offer this. Why don't you, we uh, arrange many of your services and in return, we will take a certain amount of your population and they will be loyal to us. They will be the Coca-Cola people. They will only ever consume Coca-Cola, ever talk about Coca-Cola. Even in their daily lives, we will pay them to just basically they go to the church of Coca-Cola and, and talk about it and, and maybe make drawings about it and take, take, take their kids to Coca-Cola school. Coca-Cola elementary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And... As, 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 as long as you are in the Coca-Cola family, everything's going to be okay. But if you fucking mess with Coca-Cola, or you have a Pepsi, you have a fucking, you drink a Pepsi? Wow, that's... Well, you better find another tribe. That's capital punishment. You're going to be disenfranchised, all right? Which is basically, will be their version of disfellowship. Disavowed. You're, Dis everything. You're, 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 Disrespected. At that point, you have to find another sponsor, and you might be stuck with RC Cola, Okay. And are they going to supplement your income like Coca-Cola did? I not bloody likely. Oh, not bloody likely. So you're going to have to move into a one and a half, okay? You're going to have to shill for RC Cola all day long when people are going to be saying, you know what? You're not invited to our parties because you're not having Coca-Cola conversations like the rest of us. You're having this weird RC conversation. All like, your stupid interested. RC friends. Yeah. Not, weird not RC quite jokes. as interesting. No, no, no. Not quite as And funny. then you know what? It turns out that after a few months, RC finds out that you're not really as enthusiastic as they hoped. No. And either you you're, you're deep down, you're a Coca-Cola guy, and you just had one slip up. They kind they kind they of want to send yeah. you over to the RC Cherry Cola division, which is the slightly less popular. But for those who are kind of on the mend, and you need to yeah. show a little bit more enthusiasm. It's like the asylum of the RC. Yeah. Fiefdom. Yeah. If you don't show if you don't show any appreciation, then you might have to move over to the no name brands. Oh, the yellow yeah. label. Yes. yes. <laughs> Do you really want to be working for a no name brand? Do you want to have no name brand friends? Huh? Go to no name <laughs> brand schools. I don't think you do. Genero. But see, okay. So I've given you away the plot of my story, but the main point of that is. I mean, you don't think that that's a fucking possibility? We do that anyways with things called countries. So maybe one day you're going to be forced to fucking follow the rule of Corporation. Uh, Mac, which I'm sure in your case, Mr. B, you'd be just fine with. Yeah. The religion of Macintosh. Yeah. It, you know, uh, as this, this is your first show, everybody, you don't know this, but uh, my silent partner is a Mac-obsessed man. I think it's fair to say that uh, that is your favorite company. Am I am I incorrect? Mac Attack. Well, the, it's the company for which I have the most products in my home. Okay. I believe, yeah. That pretty much kind of pretty yeah, yeah. fits in that category. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. for instance, let's, let's talk about something like product loyalty, okay? Which is a thing. I mean, is product loyalty like patriotism? Uh, they probably share some common elements. Well, they probably share common elements even in your brain, right? Like your own oh, feelings yeah. and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like they're pe- kind of wrapped up. People make a lot of big decisions in life with their gut. And they, you know, over time you can slowly chip away at, you know, changing someone's mind through their, their brain, the rational process. I think it was the uh, the economist uh, who won the Nobel Prize. What was his name? Kahneman, who, who talked about a system one and system two way of thinking. 
with your gut versus with your intellect. Right. And uh, yeah, when it comes down to like major purchases, when you when someone's buying a car or something, um, the the brand that they'll choose will often boil down to just that feeling. As, well, as mean, crazy as that is, and maybe it's tuned by all the intellectual things that you know they've read, they've I decided. Mean, that's justification. It's I mean, a feeling. You just look at human no, beings. No, but the, what we're, what we're... when it comes down to actually deciding what to do, a lot of people, especially important things, they they decide with their their gut. But I think I think actually you have no choice but to use emotions to make those decisions. Like okay, I'm going to geek out for a little second. So well, you can I, reason I apologies yeah. apologies to people who are not fucking nerds, but I'm going to talk about Star Trek for 5 seconds. In 3RD. I'm going to talk about data. If you're not familiar with data from Star Trek the Next Generation, then just go read a fucking book or go see the internet, okay? This is an android. We were talking about fucking robots before. But See, if we invent AI, imagine you invent artificial intelligence that has a kind of system one kind of thinking, right? If they don't have that system two, maybe the system two, its own sole purpose is that in system one thinking, you can have multiple variables in which all the outcomes would be identical. And now you need some other way to determine what choice to make. And it could be an arbitrary thing. What feels better? Well... Maybe emotions are kind of, you know, uh, the asymmetry of our own kind of lives, right? Where your own logical brain kind of like is maybe the symmetrical part of you and you need some asymmetry in your life and emotion is that, you know? The divide, the deciding factor in your, if you didn't have emotions to, be, to drive you, you would just basically be a decisionless robot. You know, just sitting being like, waiting for input, you know? Maybe this, that's that's what emotions are. Anger uh fear jealousy they're just deciders right they're decider bots they're the fucking part of you that'd be like you know what you're gonna get off your ass today and you're gonna do this why because you're bored or you're angry or you're super happy and you can't keep your fucking ass still but if you were just trying to make decisions logically nothing would fucking happen right it would never you would never have something to crack this the the your equations there would be like because Despite all that, in System 1 thinking, we know that even brains of fucking birds are highly mathematical, right? Like, they analyze things and they break it down. They're, like, arithmetic. Yeah. yeah. Arithmetic? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That's a cool name. A word. What does arrow mean? No, like, arithmetic. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so... Like, mathematical is, implies a lot more. Right, okay. <laughs> right. They okay. can add and subtract. <laughs> Small numbers. <laughs> okay, f- fair enough. But... Nevertheless, I mean, there, there. Even, but even when we look at animal behavior, we we see that there are, you know, like pretty complex decision making that are happening. Like even in your social circles, if you were to break it down in sort of uh, math as opposed to like let's say names, you would find that there's actually you were you were calculating some pretty impressive things in your own brain naturally. So I'm just saying that I think for me, emotions just represent a kind of tiebreaker. In in the world in in the world of choices, sure. you know, like, and I think that a lot of those tiebreakers make sense. Like, if you're a creature, you need things like fear or the other motivations like uh, horniness or all these other things for fucking make move, life move well, yeah, forward. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole field of evolutionary psychology that probably could explain why we decide things the way we do. But at at a basic level, like you know, trying to survive out in the wilderness, you can't take forever to decide. 
You can't wait for perfect information to weigh every single decision you're going to make. You need a way to fucking act and just pick a path. Otherwise, you'll just start with well, away. And it, and it always helps to pick a path when you got some fucking emotions messing with your damn brain, right? Right. So, Am I right? So you got to have emotions messing with you. They, they got to be the deciders, man, which means that you got to fucking respect your emotions a little bit more. Well, and you should also try to tune them, yeah. tune your intuition. Yeah, definitely. You know, like cultivate it, expose it to new ideas and good ideas. Well, you got to be careful, right? Because, Don't just blindly trust it. Like, well, no, you know? definitely, especially, especially if a lot of the emotions that guide you are fucking fear, right? I mean, it's a useful emotion, but for the most part in today's world... I don't think you should be as motivated by fear as a lot of people are. I mean, you you don't have to really worry about tomorrow's meal, do you? I mean, yep. are, are you a homeless guy listening to the podcast? I mean, unless that you're that. Good on you, man. Right. I mean, you got that. I mean, good luck and all. You got the techno thing. Yeah, good luck. But if you're not like... Give that man back his iPod. If you're not sure what you're going to eat tomorrow... You have a surprising amount of, of freedom and ability to kind of overcome fear. Maybe that fear is sort of like driven by something else, right? If it's... Well, that's, that's the foundation of what we think of as civilization. It stems from free time. Yeah. Thanks to automating certain things that used to be, you know, make it or break it, live or die uh, well, you know all type that, scenarios. Like you know, where, all that where time, food comes from. All that time that you've been spending like watching Netflix and jerking off, yeah. that's built a civilization. Yeah, your uh, ancestors had to... <laughs> they didn't have Netflix, so they had to build shit. <laughs> they had to build shit, they had to hunt things, they had to get that yeah. fire going, Yeah, keep that fire going. Yeah, they basically, they were the coral of your entire civilization. They yeah. built the bones that you kind of like just easily lay upon and just kind of collect like tiny little plankton shit and then just soak up some sun. That's basically what you're doing, man. It's kind of a rough uh, existence back then, man. Well, back what building that co that old coral of our civilization? Yeah, that's true. But you know what? They had a much lower suicide rate than we did. So <laughs> they had a much higher death rate. Than I know, we did, but though. isn't that the kind of fucked up thing about like life? The tougher it is, the less people want to die. That's weird. Yeah, kind of a mystery, eh? Not really well understood. I it think is it. not understood well. No, it's kind of like the the more. Well, I think I think part of it is the the fact that I we can't underestimate the rewarding factor of being able to actually pull things off. Like if, I bet you, if I put you on a desert island and then you fucking survive, and maybe even do a little bit more than survive and and thrive, you might not even want to fucking come back to civilization. You're like, I'm the king of this island. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. <laughs> I figured it out. Go away. You know, like maybe you'd find some satisfaction. That why would you want to return? to the fucking bullshit you were doing before that might have made you fucking depressed. Scram. Or, and you know, like, if our ancestors used to live in this environment where every day used to be a bit of a struggle, maybe the truth is if you're not facing a, a struggle yourself, you might be like, what's going on? What's, I, I, what's going on? I don't want to do nothing now. Like, like it, you could be way too amped up, right? You, but ancestrally, everything that's built about you in your brain, you're fucking amped up. And now you're running on a three, man. Forget like your whole fucking life. You're running. Yeah, on like a three. we're we're full of cognitive biases from our weird, you know, vestigial uh, ways of surviving. Doesn't really make any sense. We have all these I weird. Know. We're just all fucked up. We're prone to many different fallacies and quirks and illusions. Like that's all. 
a brain that was tuned for a different world. Imperfectly. Was he that. tuned for a fucking nine to five world on a Monday? You think? Well, maybe that? we gotta. You just like the caveman diet. We need the caveman work uh, work environment. You know, mm-hmm. like urban jungle kind of shit. Keep it exciting. I gotta run around and stuff. And what make are you it proposing? Challenging. Keeping exciting. <laughs> you know, like, more uh, more nerf fights wait, and stuff. Wait, wait, wait. I got an idea. Get, no, actually, I got an idea. We're gonna let a rat loose, and one of you's gotta kill it. Yeah. Nice. With a spear. Yeah, well, a or primal. or a little robotic rat, cause clean up, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. We gotta true. get back to work at some point. That's true. That's What's true. your office environment like? Yeah, <laughs> fellow listener. Yeah, what you know what work here? What and one of the things that we want to include is we want to have uh, people's involvement. One of the things that I love about these kinds of podcasts are people asking questions. And because this show is not about anything in particular, you can ask fucking anything. Like, anything that comes to your mind. I don't care how fucking weird it is. We're two weird guys. We know a lot of weird shit. So if you have some questions, please, please ask them in the comment section. We want as many comments as possible. Like, that's the whole point. We want people watching this shit while listening to this shit. Because... Truthfully, I, we, we keep on saying this to ourselves, but I think that uh, this is our motto. We're your Monday morning, like, you know, that first cup of coffee kind of thing that you drink, right? You got that routine. Yeah, we're your little reminder what the weekend was like. <laughs> Sucker. Well, I think you should always look something forward to something, and we're going to be posting this show up as, like, I'm, I'm going to be posting it actually, like, on midnight on Sunday. So anybody who's like in a weird time zone or whatever, you, I don't care where you are, you should have this on Monday morning. Like, we will have fans in Australia. Although, does that still count as our Monday morning? Well, when does our Monday morning start for us? I don't know. I can't keep track. It basically starts on Wednesday, mate. <laughs> okay, if you're Australian, you may not be able to get it. Wednesday, exactly, two weeks in the past. Exactly, at, 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 at Monday morning. But nevertheless, for the most of the world, we will try to make it for... Monday because we want we want to be your Monday morning listening show. That's basically what we're aiming for, and and we want your participation. So if you if you pose a question, you have a stupid uh, YouTube or Facebook name, we'll uh, we'll 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 use your fake name. We'll bring shame upon your family. We will. We will. We'll do that. And and so how uh, what how long has the show been so far? Are we at one hour? Gosh, almost. All right, good because. Basically, we're going to give you one hour because I know that most of you have, almost, like on average, you know, the average commute is about 45 minutes. That sucks. That fucking sucks, man. 45 minutes. Might as well listen to a couple blowhards. Okay. Do me a quick calculation. Calculate uh, 45 minutes times two times five times basically, uh, you know, for the whole year. Times 52 weeks. How many fucking well, no, minutes? Okay, is... let's say, I don't know, 48 weeks or something like that. Okay, you, you're right. There's some times where you got yeah. days off and, and like there's Christmas okay, and it's 360 shit. hours, which is 15 full days. You 24 hour full days. days, man. Damn. And that's for those of you that have the average. There's some of you that are going to be more. That Like you might be 30 days on the road. You know, like if you're an hour and a half. I used to have an hour and a half commute back in the day, man. Hour and a half. I'm sorry, we're not going to be an hour and a half long. Like, that's not happening. Yeah. we got to get out of here. Like, I'm a talkative fellow, but... I mean, I'm not that... There's limits. Yeah. Yeah. After after about an hour, you know, like, people get tired of me. That, that, that's that been yeah. my experience. 
I don't like to fucking push it. A whole hour. Those guys are real troopers. Well, it's also, if you listen to the show, I'm a little intense, have you noticed? Ugh. I dare you it's to find much. a fucking moment of pause in what I'm saying. It's like fucking rat-tat-tat, man. I'm like a machine gun. So you need you need a break. This is for your own good, man. And if, you're out, if your fucking commute's like an hour and a half, you need that extra half an hour. Just calm down. Just calm down, man. Just calm down. <laughs> Just chill out. Yeah. Chill out. So, and don't forget... Don't forget? Yeah. Sisyphus. Right, Sisyphus. You're welcome. I, I put it as p, but it was f. Yeah. So thank you so much. Ding dong. For this contribution. I like how uh, Mr. B always proves me wrong. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. It's great that you're here. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so what we want you to do is we want you to tell all of your friends as quickly as possible that they need to subscribe to the podcast. We'll also have a YouTube. We'll put this show on YouTube and on Facebook as well. So if you're at work, you can listen to it through that but generally speaking i think we're better as a commute show man fucking get get it figured out yeah and if you find if you find a usb key in your parking lot at work we're probably on there just plug it in it's all good your it guy will love it about it like don't don't put a password protection on nothing no 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 no. don't scan it we're on that usb key (laughs) don't you want to listen to us fucking download everything all right you trust you trust the world you trust the internet. you open that shit you trust us right (laughs) and you but well you barely know us but you trust us right okay well with that i want to yeah well with that i want to tell everybody to uh to be careful because it's a sketchy world out there so take care of yourselves it's five days till the end of the week remember that (laughs) good luck out there everybody